and welcome to the Corny and Lind Legal Chatter Podcast, where we discuss different but likely scenarios, provide general legal information, and get to know our lawyers. Please note that this podcast series does not provide or intends to provide legal advice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Corny and Lind podcast. This is Legal Chatter. My name is Luke Borgett. I'm a solicitor here at Corny and Lind Lawyers, and I'm joined today by Lauren Hooper. Lauren, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, Lauren is a law clerk here at Corny and Lind. Um, You've been here about two years, I think. Yeah, yeah, just about. And why don't you tell us a bit about what's... what you do here, I guess, and what areas of law you practice in. Um, Yeah, well, I currently work in our civil and commercial dispute resolution team, um, and I used to um, work a little bit in our family law team. So I've had a bit of a wide array of experience here at Corny and Lind, and I've actually enjoyed a lot of that. Yeah. That's good. It's good to do a a range of things. Um, And one of the uh, topics that I'm sure you've been involved in and certainly I've been involved in is traffic law. Um, Mm. And so we'll be talking about that today. Lauren will be asking me a couple of questions. Um, Of course, an important area of the law, everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people drive. And so a lot of people are, of course, affected by um, traffic law Mm -hmm. and particularly um, when people lose their license and they need their license to work. Uh, it can cause a lot of trouble for them and um, they need some help navigating that. So, Lauren, mm-hmm. if you wanted to fire away, we might get stuck straight into it. Yeah. Well, um, let's just start with explaining the whole demerit point system. So, Luke, how does it work? How um, can you do you get your points? Do you lose your points? Um, when can you lose your license or that kind of thing? Yeah. Now, a common misconception here, and this is certainly a misconception that I had, is that you lose points. You lose demerit points. Um, that you start with 12 you know, if you're on your open license or four if you're on your provision license and you lose 12 points. That's not technically how it works. Um, really, you start with zero points and you gain demerit points um, as you as you commit offences. And if you're on your open licence, over essentially over the course of three years, um, the points that you've gained lapse. So if you've had a point from three years ago, once three years has passed, you then lose that point. And essentially, that's how it works. And so um, if you get to 12 points and you're on your open licence, then you, you lose across three years, then... Um, You'll you'll lose your license, and you'll be given with you'll be given a letter which um, says you can choose between good behaviour or taking a three months um, license suspension. I think for P plates, you've got you've four four points which you can gain, um, but that's only within one year. Yeah. And uh, same for your learner's license and your learner's license, you have four points which you can gain over a year. So that's mm. essentially. Um, as a starting yeah. point, that's that's how it works. You gain the points, you don't lose them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that's pretty interesting. And I think, um, yeah, your suspension period kind of varies. I've heard um, with your open license, um, depending on how many points over 12 points um, you've accumulated. So you could um, get up to five months suspension. And um, if you don't... Um, yeah, elect between your um, year of good behaviour or the suspension, mm. you'll automatically get a suspension as well. That's right, um, yeah. So you get the letter and, you, and if you want to take the, um, the good behaviour um, 
period, then you need to let them know. Yeah. Um, and so once you get once you get that letter, make sure you respond to it. Um, and also, of course, you can get once you as you commit each offence, you'll get an infringement notice. Yeah. Um, so make sure you've generally got twenty eight days to pay each fine. So make sure you, if you if you get a letter from the TMR, uh, make sure that you, you respond to it. Yeah, yeah. So could you elaborate a little bit more on what um, good behaviour means for that? Yeah. Yeah. So for when you're on a good behaviour um, uh, period, uh, generally what that means is you have two points um, that you're given, and through those, and you essentially you have to make sure that you, you don't gain another two points while you're on your, your good behavior period. Um, that good behavior period, just let me check that. Uh, you might have that. The good yeah, um, yeah, so if um, you get those two points or more, that means you your license is automatically suspended, um, actually double um, the amount of original um, suspension period it would have been. So say if um, you're in your provisionals and you would have had your license suspended for about three months, um, you would actually have your license suspended for six months if you get two or more points in your good behaviour period. Yeah, so the choice is between a, a, a good behaviour for one year or copying the three-month um, suspension uh, if, you're on your, if you're on your P plates. Yeah, sometimes it could be a bit of a tough decision to make because it, it can be a bit risky, Absolutely. I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> now, what we wanted yeah. to do today, Lauren, is... Um, go through some of the offences that can lead to you getting demerit points. Now, of course, you always want to take care on the road and we always want to make sure that, um, in fact, you have a duty of care to other road users. Um, but aside from that, it's also important to be aware of what are the kind of uh, offences that you can have and what are the accommodating fines and demerit mm, points. So there are a lot of them. Some of them are quite, quite obscure and some of them I didn't even know actually yes, were a yeah, thing. Yes, uh, it's certainly quite... I think one of them we saw was dazzling lights. Uh, if yeah. your lights are dazzling, yeah. um, that's an offence. But mm -hmm. uh, just starting out here, the common ones, which is, of course, the speeding offences. So if you are driving less than 13 kilometres over the speed limit, so between 0 and 13 kilometres, that's uh, one demerit point and a $177 fine. Uh, if you're driving at least 13 kilometres but not more than 20 kilometres over, that's three demerit points and $266 fine. And then between 20 kilometres and 30 kilometres is four points and a $444 fine. Between 30 and 40 k's is six points and a $622 fine. Um, and then driving more than 40 kilometres over the speed limits uh, is eight points and $1,245 fine. Yeah, and also with um, the 40k over um, speed limit, you can also um, lose your licence mm. immediately, is that mm. correct? That's right. Yeah. So it's, and then you can come talk to us about whether you need a special hardship order, which we'll get to in um, a moment. Yeah. Um, so I guess some other common ones, um, failing to stop at a red traffic light would be three points and a $400 fine. The interesting thing is failing to stop at a yellow traffic light also incurs that, could incur that same fine. It's the same fine, is it? Yeah, yeah. Three points and $400. Same go. thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do we have? Um, failing to give way, um, is the same, 300, uh, sorry, three points and $400. Um, what else? Um, driving across um, single continuous painted lines instead of the dotted lines, three points and $240. 
um, making a U-turn at an intersection with traffic lights without mm. the U-turn permitted sign, mm. two points and $160. Mm. Oh, now the big a- one, um, and you can go onto the, uh, the Department of Transport Main Roads website and look at all these offences. Mm. Um, but one of the big ones, which of course is a bit in the news actually, is mobile phones. Mm. Um, they're certainly looking to... to uh, uh, cut down on people, distracted drivers on mm-hmm. their mobile phones. Um, and so I'm just looking here at some of the offences. Uh, so if you are, essentially if you're dr- using a mobile phone when driving, um, it's four points and a thousand dollar fine. Mm. Which is pretty heavy. quite a lot. You could lose your licence if you're on a provisional licence. That's right, if you're on a peak plate, yeah. you've only got four points. So. Yeah, yeah, so that's... One thing to keep in mind. And I think they've got they've got new cameras now. Yeah, and, they do. Yeah. It even um, checks for your seatbelt as well. Um, and I believe on the table there it does um, yeah. list seat for the seatbelt uh, finers. They're all three points. They're different. The driver failing to ensure a passenger wears a seatbelt is three points and four hundred dollar fine. Um, Driver failing to wear a seatbelt, properly adjusted and fastened, is three points, a $400 fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's a big thing. It's not just you mm. as the driver. It's you've got to make sure that your yeah. passengers are the same. And also on the um, mobile phone um, issue, it's not just if you as the driver are using your mobile phone. It's also if um, your passenger is distracting you and showing you um, mm. their mobile phone or some other visual display unit because that um, could incur um, a three-point and $177 fine as well, which isn't quite as hefty mm. as if you yourself were. Mm. Um using um the phone Mm. but some further um offenses as well um failing to display your um l or p plates um is a two point and 213 dollar fine um driving without due care and attention is three points and 533 dollars um what else do we have um failing to indicate um, giving a proper left or right change of direction signal is two points and eighty dollars, or failing to indicate without sufficient warning is two points and one hundred and six dollars. You definitely seem to see a lot of that when you're driving. Oh you yeah, see they're indicating <laughs> All the time. they've already changed the lanes and they yeah. commence indicating. Mm-hmm. Well, they just yeah. don't indicate at all, yeah. particularly along roundabouts. Yeah, which is so like... you need to um, indicate before you turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, before you turn or change lands but yeah and and that using lights um on a vehicle that does all other road users um that we mentioned earlier that's one point and 53 dollars so i think these are a lot of things that we learn when you you do your learner's test Mm. um and then i think people um, steer away from them the more they drive so i think it's important just to um just to remind yourself that you've you know we have a duty of care to other road users and Mm. also you you know, you're at risk of, you know, um, gaining some points and committing an offence, really, <laughs> yeah. if you're not, if you're yeah. not following the road rules. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, there are a lot of risks um, to when you get on the road. Mm. So it's important to be as careful and as safe as possible. Mm. And one of the best ways is to abide by those laws. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, Luke, um, on that point, so if you get too many demerit points, um, what happens if you lose your license but you really need to be able to drive to work to get an income? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's quite, a, it's quite a common story. I, um, you know, people come to us and they need their license to drop to they need their license for work mm. um often because you know they work up in the mines and so they drive from wherever they live up to the mines and so without a license um they can't get to work you know it's not like you can catch a bus out there mm. um it is it is quite a, a common scenario and and the court and the law tries to balance you know on one hand we want to make sure that um people are um, learn their lesson and are punished for uh, not obeying the the the, the, the road rules, mm. uh, while also making sure that we're not you know, unjustly uh, punishing anyone. Mm. And certainly during COVID, we if people have um, a strong, steady job, mm. uh, or, they, or their job uh, supports their family, they want to make sure that you know um, they're still able to keep that job. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So essentially, if you if you lose your life, there's sort of two two avenues, and it depends. It depends uh, how, you, how you've lost your license. So if you've accumulated 12, demer- 12, um, 12 demerit points and then you get that, the letter which asks, hey, do you want to um, take good behaviour or do you want to or, or take the suspension? Um, generally, if you need it for work, you would choose good behaviour and then you commit uh, more offences and get two more or more points. Your license is suspended. Um, so what you can do in that scenario is apply for a for a special spe- hardship order. Yeah. Thank you. I lost yeah. it. Now, a, a special hardship order. Essentially, there's a couple of things you need to satisfy. You make an application to to the magistrate's court, um, and you do an aff- You need an affidavit from yourself, which is like a statement, um, as well as a statement from your employer. Um, and generally, the criteria is one: you're a fit and proper person to drive. And two, that the failure to um, be given a special hardship order will cause uh, extreme hardship to you or your family. Um, and so if you're able to show the court that it would cause extreme hardship to you or your family by depriving you of a means of earning a living, um, then you'll be entitled to that, that special hardship order. Um, the, other, the other order you can go for, it's called a work licence, which is, again, very similar. It's something you apply for if you've been done for uh, drink driving um, offences uh, and still need to drive for work. Um, again, you, you, just, you do up an affidavit, an application, an affidavit from your employer, and you apply for a work licence so that you can still drive just for the purposes of work. Yeah. So is it correct that um, for the special hardship order, you can also travel for um, medical needs and other things like that? That's right. That's yeah. right. But uh, for a work license, you can't. Yeah. So work yeah. license is pronounced just for work. And the, 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 the court has discretion as to what the terms of the order will be. Um, for example, for a work license, uh, you just need to explain to the court, well, when do you drive? Do you just need it between 8 and 6, uh, you know, between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. in the morning and then... 4 p.m. And, uh, and 6 p.m. At, at night, or do you need it 24-7, you know? And so the court can look at all of that uh, and you know, come to their own decision about what your specific needs are. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important that your, your affidavit and your application sets that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. I think the, the main thing is to say that the, the court considers it a privilege, not a right. 
Um, so you're not entitled to a work licence. You're not entitled to a special hardship order mm. uh, necessarily. You, you've, you've got to ask the court and, it, and it's, it's ultimately their discretion um, whether you satisfy that criteria. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, yeah. Um, so say um, if I was to get into an accident, um, mm. what are some of the key things I need to remember? Because sometimes it's quite stressful, you mm. panic. You, mm. The last thing you think about is all the things you need mm. to record. or mm. Yeah, a lot just goes out. Yeah, absolutely. I think and, and one, th- one thing I encourage people to do if they're ever in an accident is to just take photos of everything. <laughs> um, so... Uh, you want to take photos of the the other the other car's number plates is important, um, and then if you can, photos of their license. If you can exchange insurance details, phone numbers, um, uh, details about their car. But the main thing is their car registration plate. Uh, I'd also encourage people to uh, um, see if you can have a dash cam footage um, set up or, or or body cam if you're on on a bike. Um, this just because it just saves you from having a dispute later about who's at fault, um, particularly if you're injured in a car accident. Because in Queensland, uh, you can only claim for compensation from a motor vehicle accident if the other car is at fault. So sometimes you need that evidence to show that the other car's at fault. Mm. Um, but certainly, just don't panic. Just take photos of everything that you can. Mm. Um, and then if you need to as well, call, call the police and they can do a, a police accident report. Um, and that can help us make the claim as well. Hmm. Um, because you know, ultimately, if you're injured in, 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 a, in, a, in a motor vehicle accident and it's someone else's fault, um, you're entitled to some compensation. And so it's just worth getting that information to make that life easier for your lawyer when you go see them. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you very much for um, all your advice and answering all my questions my um, pleasure yeah, Lauren I've you. definitely enjoyed this podcast yeah, um, yeah. and again I hope uh, to all our listeners I encourage you to, to drive safe um, remember you have a duty of care to other road users uh, so aside from just protecting yourself from a legal standpoint um, you also want to care about other people in this world so mm, yeah. um, I'll leave that with you thank you everyone for listening to, to this week's um, legal chatter podcast Thank you for listening to the Corny and Lind Legal Chatter Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode of Corny and Lind Legal Chatter. If you require specific legal advice for your situation, contact us directly on 0732520011 or go to www.cornyandlind.com.au forward slash contact.